Wazir. And this is John Muhammad. And we're your hosts. And this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. All right, then. How you doing today? I'm fine. I'm doing great, too. I'm doing real good. Today is a special episode. We're actually going to have a guest later on, so... All right. This is kind of new. This is a new thing, but I'm excited about it. It's a milestone for the for the show. It really is. It really is, <laughs> including people with actual businesses. So That's right. I look forward to that. So once again, what is the purpose of the BBB podcast? The Business Building Blocks podcast is a business talk show for the entrepreneur and also the business owner that wants to expand their business. And we're primarily uh, focused on the black business person because our community is uh, underserved. Right. So uh, we want to make a difference. We want to meet the needs Mm -hmm. of our our community and make make an improvement. Okay. So what is your motivation? What are you motivated by when you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm going to build this business or we're going to build this podcast about business? What is our motivation? Well, this is a unique uh, business talk show where money, uh, just wealth building, is not our primary goal. Right. Um, we want to uh, make a profit, of course, mm-hmm. so that we can we can grow uh, and prosper. But our motivation here is the building of a kingdom. Wow. Just like the scripture says, seek ye the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, mm-hmm. and the things will be added unto you. So, kingdom building, nation building, community building. That's right. what we're about. So, it's not just about money. So, right. I know you, but some of the listeners may not know you. Can you uh, introduce yourself and your background in business for the listeners who are listening? Yeah. My name is John Muhammad, and I got over 25 years experience in the construction industry. Okay. But also, I've worked, you know going to school uh, prior to um, actually starting my construction uh, industry, which was my career path. Right. I've worked in retail. I worked in the food service industry. I've even worked in education. You know, wow, okay. I, taught, I taught in the uh, public school system. And I've worked in social work, drug and alcohol rehabilitation. So a whole range of experiences I come out of uh, and I would like to uh, use that that experience and that training that I have in this show. Right. Okay. Well, my uh, main business that I have experience in is the music business. Yes. And uh, for the past five years, I've done my own music career. I've funded my own studio times and my own albums, and right. I've released them and sold them and built a small fan base that's growing every day. Man, that's impressive. I, right. I've also done uh, film and TV also, so I have some right. things coming down the pipeline very soon, but those are the backgrounds that I bring as far as information that I can uh, give to the listeners. I actually got a call from one of my friends who was the DJ, who DJed at my last show, yeah. and he was asking me how he can get his music on iTunes and stuff All like right. that. All so right. we'll spread some of that knowledge. I can bring that to the table for the listeners who are interested in that. So in you, particular. you're talking about things like copyright, right, and and and, and publishing, mm-hmm. things like that, and just the whole, just the whole as the business side of what is an art form. Because Put, putting your your uh, your works on the market, right, being Put able it, to compete, being yeah. able to be where. 
your fan base or your listeners can find you, you know, stuff have, like that. Having a, 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 um, a internet presence mm-hmm. and also doing shows, actually booking shows. Yeah, going out and touching the people. So All right. that's my background. When you were talking about your background, I heard you say something about working retail. Yes. So can you... For those who you've worked retail and yes. you've also done retail, like that's true. So, can you tell us a little bit about what it means to get into retail? First of all, let's start with a definition. Retail is the sale of goods to the public in uh, relatively small numbers. You know, basically for the consumption of the consumer, not for resale. Okay. So that's uh, that's retail. You know, all of your convenience stores are retail. I've heard that term, like, is coming to retail or it'll be available right. at retail. It's when that product, when you serve uh, direct sales. Right. Uh, but now you can do retail online. But you uh, you sell directly to the consumer, you see. Right. And that's retail. Um, mm. My experience... You know, um, coming up as a college student is when I got involved in retail. And I think I shared this with you before, shopping at Shopstown Mall, which is a mall in Southwest Houston. Mm -hmm. My wife and I was frequenting the mall. And in this mall was a, a large tower, a building connected to the mall that said jewelry on the top of it. Mm, okay. So, you know, we're just being curious. We wanted to go inside of this building. And, of course, they had this this uh, security, you know. Oh, right, <laughs> a lot, yeah. A lot, a lot of uh, increased security around this jewelry. You can imagine diamonds and gold and all that. Very valuable. So uh, when we tried to enter, they said, oh, you can't, you can't come in here. You know, we're we only wholesalers. Uh, you can't, you know, uh, you have to buy retail. And I, I was curious. I wanted to get involved in the, in the business. So, what would I have to do? Well, you have to be a business. You have to have a, a DBA and a tax number. And this was them telling y'all that right at that moment. They, they told us what the requirement was. Oh, okay. So this is how we learned what the requirement was. Mm. So is that the case? So we went out and found what you know what was was what was involved in setting up a business. So we set up a business. Uh, and the, the, by the way, the name of the business was Black Marketing. Wow! Because we wanted to, <laughs> we wanted to acquire products and sell them directly in the Black community. Mm-hmm. Now, Black Marketing have uh, illegal connotations, but it's, since it consists of our race, Black, we wanted to change the negative connotation and make it positive. Mm. And we wanted to deliver goods to the Black community. Now, let me fast forward. So we went out and required the tax ID number and the DBA, mm-hmm. and we came back. We came back. We were prepared with cash and check. So they didn't trust our check. Mm-hmm. So you have to have you have to pay in cash. So we reached and pulled out the cash. All right, we doing business. They sold us a lot of jewelry, and we returned back to our friends and relatives, our houses of worship. And we began to uh, uh, sell our 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 products. They said, "Where y'all get this?" They thought they, they thought it was stolen. Oh yeah, they thought it was hot. Yeah, you, know, you pop your trunk, you know. So we were selling these watches and and jewelry, and, and we and, and people was excited, and we were surprised, you know. Mm. 
uh, the, the people was, was coming to, toward us, and we began to vend because at this time we didn't have a, a, a box store. We didn't have a location. Right. So what I mean by vending, we would show up at events, at fairs. We talked about business fairs, mm-hmm. uh, community events, and we would get a booth. You know, we would rent a booth. Right. And we would sell, and eventually we graduated to flea market. Mm. And we also extended our product line. And um, what did y'all extend it to? And, and how did y'all acquire those items? Uh, what we learned uh, is uh, buying wholesale. So from and, that from that experience with the jewelry, right. y'all took that and took and and multiplied it to different place. So y'all went to different. So right. you went to a place that had wholesale what books or in in in, in Houston, Texas, there is mm-hmm. a a strip. Um, the name of the street is Harwin. Harwin, okay. Harwin. Houston is a very diverse, a diverse city with a lot of foreigners um, and um, people from India, from China, from uh, Korea, from uh, Pakistan. Africa, everywhere. Uh, Middle East, Africa, mm-hmm. whatever. On Harwin are where a lot of the uh, foreign wholesalers are. So they have their warehouses on Harwin Street. Mm. So we would frequent those uh, um, wholesale uh, uh, wholesalers, right? And we would get a lot of our merchandise. And it ranged right from there. all kind of things. They have like toys. They have shoes. Yeah, they they have all. Yeah, I mean, it's unlimited. And and then we would show up at conventions and and uh, we would have these. Uh, of uh, unique items mm-hmm. that we were able to acquire really easily just being in the city and being aware of. And we did go and seek out other mainstream wholesalers. You know, for instance, if we did an event, and we, we did events, you know, fashion shows and that type of thing, uh, where we catered the event. Right. So now we had to purchase food wholesale. Mm-hmm. So we uh, did the research and we identified um, uh, food wholesalers, right? Like Cisco. Mm-hmm. Cisco is one. Uh, I think it may be a national uh, food distributor. Also, there's a one in the uh, U of H area, Third Ward area, Cousin in Laws. Oh, I remember going Cousin there. Cousin in Laws. There's a there's there's a uh, probably a local food wholesaler, uh, and uh, you know. If you want a product, research it. You know, if you want to buy wholesale. I don't know if we, we're going into that. We are going into it. So we've been talking about retail, and that's like storefront. So I used to, when I was in high school, I used to buy a lot of skateboarding stuff and shoes. Yeah, so I would yeah. buy it at a place called Zoomies. Or, okay. So I would go in there, and that's a store. When you go in the mall, these are retail outlets, yeah. all of these stores. But all, every store you see has what's called wholesale, right? right. So that what you talked about going over on hardware and everything, y'all went to wholesale. Right. So so the difference, can you touch on a little bit? Because I think you covered they go, they it. They go hand they in go hand. 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 You yeah. know, the, the wholesaler supplies the retailers. And you can imagine a chain of stores, chain of retail stores. Um, For my younger people... We hear a lot of this in rap songs. The plug. So that's when you get in your hotel, wholesale. Yeah. And then if you are individual salesman, right. you are the retail at that point. 
I'm thinking of the mall, the shoe store. What what shoe stores y'all use? Foot Locker. Uh, Foot Locker. Yeah. Foot Locker would be the retailer. And then the wholesaler supplies um and one thing retailers. that one thing I think that people should know is that when you're buying, I know this is probably people already know this, but for y'all who don't, when you're buying wholesale, is it the same price as when you sell it retail or how does that work? No, you're getting it you're getting it uh at a lower rate. Mm. And then and sometimes a wholesaler give you a suggested retail. So they'll give you a suggested price, but as a retailer, you can set your own retail price. Oh, okay. That's why if you go to the large grocery store, that item might be cheaper than you when you buy it from the retail, the uh, convenience store. Mm. The convenience store charge higher prices for convenience. You see? Oh. So, so uh, the chips that are the same, Yeah, same item, but a yeah. different price. Okay, that's interesting. So uh, I just want to shout out the shirts we wearing were right. bought at a wholesale place. So this is a real thing. So when you talk about, you went in there and you said they didn't trust your checks. So y'all pulled out cash. Y'all pulled out cash. Right. So if you want to start a business, do you need that big stack of cash? You're going <laughs> to need money. Uh, you know, the saying is it takes money to make money. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, save money. You know, uh, you, one way of getting it is savings. Another way of getting it is loans. You see, um, you know, corporations sell stock. Uh, we also talked about crowdfunding. Now that's a new. We have talked about, about the crowdfunding uh, platform on on the uh, internet, right? Where you can uh, get those that share your idea, and they want to see that you further that that uh, idea, whatever they believe in your vision, they can they can contribute it to. Right. Uh, but and, it takes money. But the other thing we didn't talk about when dealing with wholesalers yeah. is lines of credit. Oh, okay. Lines of credit. Because most uh, retailers do not pay up front for all that inventory you see. If you go to a grocery store, they hadn't paid for all that inventory. Oh. They get it on consignment. You see, uh-huh. and they, they, when you're dealing on a business level, you can have, uh, you have to pay off your 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 consignment in quarters. Say, say every three months is a quarter of a year, right? And then you have to make payment on your consignment. And this is not just in the United States; it's worldwide. I mean, uh, consignment is a big part of the business cycle. Mm. You know, so you don't necessarily have to have all that capital right then and there. You no, can get yeah. the product, sell it, and then pay it off as you right. sell the product. You want to apply for a credit with your wholesaler, a line of credit, mm-hmm. and and you can make payments on your product because the idea is you can take the money that you sell the product for, right, and pay off your consignment based on your sales. Mm. You see, yeah. And oftentimes in some of the uh, stores, you'll see vendors come into the store and they'll say they're a bread vendor. Right. They'll start removing the old bread off the shelf and put in the fresh bread. Mm-hmm. And the retailer only pays for the, the bread that they sold. And that that uh, that vendor here, they become a vendor. They have a, a, a section in your store 
that mm. their product is in, and that's that's where they do business at. One of the jobs I had going back in history, it was a retailer, Kmart. Right. Well, Kmart, within Kmart, they had a foot department. The foot department was a separate company. It's called Mel Disco. Mm. Mel Disco, and they hired me as a manager of the footwear department. And I managed the footwear department. You see, really receive shoes and shipment, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't quite the shoes you get at Foot Locker, <laughs> <laughs> right? Kmart, but uh, shout out to Kmart if there's a few left. Yeah, they went under. Went under in Houston. The model of retail is really uh, advancing toward the internet. The majority of the sales now is online sales. And, oh, yeah, because then you don't have to pay to have a store right. or something like that for you to sell those products. So maybe people could, before they even have a store, they could set up, like, can you set up your own? Or, like, an eBay. You can set up your own eBay store. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you set up an online store. Yeah. It's an online store, online website, you know. Mm. Your site is your store. It's a virtual store. Right. And that's a big part of retailing now is online. People spend a lot of money online. Wow. So have a have an online presence. Even if you have a, a brick and mortar store. You gotta have an online presence. A percentage of your sales ought to be online. Right, especially in this day and time. Yeah. So if you have those um you have your online presence, how do they boost that or how can they find their I'm what I'm asking is we touch on it a lot, is advertising. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the business model. You know, uh, oftentimes, you know, when we were doing black marketing, we yeah. produced a coupon book for black businesses. That's one of our products that we... Uh-huh. Uh, uh, publications. Right. It was a publication, and it was a product. Uh, but we would go around to businesses uh, convincing them or educating them or persuading them to advertise. And to give their customers an incentive to be, to buy, and particularly to buy black. Mm. So uh, we produced the coupon book. Oh, so I didn't know that. So the coupon book came out of... Black marketing. And y'all were trying to advertise for y'all's right. company, but that That's created true. a whole nother business. We were advertising for ourselves, and we advertising for others. Mm. We created our own media uh, uh, product, uh, uh, publication which is our own platform. Right. Such as this show. Right. This yeah. show is our platform mm -hmm. that we crafted out with our own hands. And uh, we can, we can, it's, it's a lot of things that we can do to empower ourselves. And that's one of the things we did. And we was also interested at that time, nation building, empowering our community. And we have to do that by building businesses. So we would go to them, and when they would say, uh, well, you know, we don't have much of an advertising budget. We don't advertise very much. We just use word of mouth. Well, of course, they don't understand the business model. Right. If you want to increase sales, increase uh, business, you must advertise. Got to create that awareness. That's right. It should be a part of cost of doing business. Just like the money you set aside to get your re your wholesale, mm -hmm. you should set that aside to get to make yourself aware to it, customers. It's a cost of doing business as if you invest in your product, mm -hmm. you invest in your store, 
you know, invest in store fixtures and signage and all that. Mm. Well, advertising is a part of the cost of the business model. And we have to understand that value because advertising is going to bring the customers in. So I like this I like this topic on, on retail. Have you ever had, out of all the things that you sold retail, was do you have a favorite product? This is just an off the cuff question. I really wanted to know this. Like, which one did you enjoy selling, or what? It, which one thing that you sold sold the most? Do you think? Um. Well, I don't. I don't know if I have a preference in a particular product. Uh-huh. But information, education, mm-hmm. the word. See, in the beginning was the word. Right. And the word became flesh and dwelt among men. Mm. You know, and the, uh, so the the knowledge here, the education, comes first because now you have motivated. If you're selling a product, you have to you in your sales pitch, you have to communicate to your customer the benefits of your product. The features of your product. Right. You see? So then after you do that, you're going to create a demand or desire for that person to purchase your product. Right. Well, for a person to go into business, they must be inspired. They must be educated. You see? They must be enlightened. So a business is going to empower you. Mm. But it starts with an idea. Right. So... I think the greatest thing is having an idea, having a dream, and bringing those ideas into fruition, making your dreams a reality. Right. So educating and motivating others. Uh, and then that can be contained in a book. It can be it can be contained in, the, in a, in a in video, video set, yeah. or, or even your example. Look at what we're doing. With what we did with the jury, we really impressed a lot of our friends. Around. Where y'all get that from? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, how much you pay for that? You know, and some things are trade secret. In business, you have to learn secrets. Mm, you know, you don't let everybody your, know your plug. Who your plug. Your secret. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's valuable information. Right. But we sharing it with you here on business building blocks. That uh, get a wholesaler if you're interested in retail. Research. It, it do require some research on your part. Right. But what we're saying that is doable. It's being done all over the world. We buying products every day, yeah. and all of these companies have a wholesaler. Right. And they people just like we people. Right. You can find the same person that they went to, gather products, and sell them to people. Yeah. These places uh, that you will be surprised uh, how you can get these uh, uh, products cheaper. Because if you if you are if you have a business, now you opened up now to this whole world right. of getting products at a at a discounted rate. Because mm. you could go in and buy wholesale, and now you're getting products at a discounted rate. But the purpose is for you to to meet that need, and, you know, for you to provide that for your uh, for your consumer. Right, and therein lies the opportunity to make a profit. Mm. And make an income. Very true, very true. I think at this point, we should go on to the segment to highlight some companies. What about, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. That are supporting us. Yes. 
as we uh, serve our listeners. So the first company that we would like to highlight or shout out is Nations Products. Nations Products. Nations Products products, uh, is a company that sells books, different literature, and educational tools that you can uh, provide for your children and your family. Uh, You're holding one book right there. What is that? The Famous Blacks in America Word Search book. Mm -hmm. And what's unique about this book, uh, Word Search is a, a brain teaser. Right. So what we're trying to do is get the children through their plan mm-hmm. to really exercise their mind, you see, and increase their intelligence and mm-hmm. also learn about their own culture right? as they solve a puzzle. You see, they learn about Marcus Garvey. Um, they learn about Barack Obama, mm. the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, Booker T. Washington. George Washington Carver, uh, Martin Luther King, uh, Harriet Tubman, and other figures throughout our history that made a difference. So as they solve these puzzles, these right. puzzles on each figure, they learn about their own history and their own culture, mm. and they they they're gonna be sharp. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna grow in. They, their mind is gonna be developed. And they're gonna make a contribution to their to their culture. Something else that I'm really excited about, Nations Products. You can like them on Facebook, by the way. Nations Product. They just came out with a cookbook. Right. <laughs> this, cookbook. Is a, this is a beautiful display of our culture and healthy diet. Right, because you just talked about feeding the mind. Right here we're gonna feed the body. Now we're gonna feed the body and the spirit. Because now you know that all of these uh, recipes are healthy mm-hmm. and is beautifully illustrated. I mean, each recipe comes with a picture, right? A vivid, colorful picture that's, that makes you mouthwater. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, like the broccoli quiche, uh, the famous navy bean soup. You see, right. Um, also, even burgers uh, show you how to uh, prepare a salmon burger, a salmon fish burger, or even jerk chicken. And we talked about that uh, uh, Jamaican food, the Caribbean type food. It actually, has a, a jerk recipe in there. That's true. Mm, it's true. I love that. So yeah. y'all can check that out. Like them on Facebook, Nations Builders. It's called Nadine's 19 Easy Recipes. And uh, go ahead and cop that and, and, and um, empower yourself. Empower yourself. The other company we would like to highlight is Grimes Printing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Grimes1956. You can follow them on Instagram at Grimes1956. We want to shout out them particularly because yeah. right now y'all can't see us who are listening, but we are rocking the Business Building Blocks t-shirt. That's right. We are rocking the t-shirt. It's very quality. That's true. Very well done. So we're not just on here talking. We like to support people who are in our community who are doing great work, quality work. So go to Grimes1956 to get your t-shirt. Also, if you want to support this podcast, right. you need to get your t-shirt. You need to get a uh, building... Uh, Business Building Blocks Podcast T-shirt. If you want to help promote the show, help sponsor the show, uh, these shirts only go for $20. It's 
listener, and you can help promote and advertise. You'll be a walking billboard for all the things that we discuss here. You right. Know? And uh, you're promoting those ideas. Mm. And so you're, help, you're helping rebuild a community and a people. But also, you'll be helping us. And also, uh, I mean, really, you get something for it. A beautiful shirt and... Uh, <laughs> right, right. Very quality shirt. So y'all go do that. Represent BBB. There's gonna be ads on our Facebook page. You can find us on uh, Facebook Business Building Blocks, and also Nation Products is carrying this line. So you'll find the link on Nation Products as well. Like us on Facebook Nation Products, and like us on Facebook Business Building Blocks. Business Building Blocks. The middle name of our title is Building. Right. So, we talk about building a community for ourselves, becoming self-sufficient. I've heard of a program that is creating some funding for that as we speak. Right. I think we should touch on that a, a little bit because we didn't get to last week, the economic blueprint. The economic blueprint. It was a fund that was launched by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan to end poverty and want. And the whole idea is to acquire farmland. Right. See, land is the basics for economic development. For all of these businesses we're talking about, the raw material comes from the land. Right. Let's 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 dwell into that. Say, for instance, we need a home. The basics, the essentials of life. Mm-hmm. A home. You need wood to build a home. Right. Where the wood come from? From the trees. Okay, what if you wanted a brick home? From the clay to make the you brick. Make yeah. brick from clay. Mm. You see, uh, uh, so we need land to build a home. Right. And we. what about food? We talked about crops, fruits and vegetables. You need land. Right. And we can start controlling what we what we eat. I just like this whole land aspect in general because a lot of the vegetables we eat, we know with their GMOs and stuff like that. And we look at our grandparents who may not have lived, they may not have lived the active life or ate, uh, you know, these different diets that we have now. But, yes. but and they may have had different habits that were damaging to them, right. whether that be you know cigarettes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But they seem to live long despite of, I mean, in yeah. spite of, and I think it was because of that, the vegetables and everything was kind of different in that yeah, era, in the, the 50s the and the 60s. The soil was better. They didn't use these chemical pesticides and fertilizers. Right. And, you know, what comes along with chemical, these chemicals is the depletion of the topsoil. Mm. All of this pollution. Right. So then that, that means there's less minerals in the in the soil, there's less minerals in the food. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the food is not really as making us healthy as it should. Wow. Uh, so we're not getting that benefit. What would happen if we acquired a farmland? Right. We're not going to use all those damaging pesticides and fertilizers. I like that story you told me. You were on Facebook, and somebody was giving an account when they went to a farm Remember, you was like, they walked over here and seen 
the, the brother Warren. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was Did talking about Can you tell that story? I, I liked how you put it out, how you were saying it. Like, he walked well, in, seen this was, and that, you know. The, yeah, he's he seen uh, the cows. Right. You know, the cattle. And in in the, uh, the the guy that on the phone was saying, you know, he was showing, giving them a tour. Right. And and he said, this is cows and they produce milk, you know. Uh, and then he said, man, that's heaven. That's heaven. Right. And he walked over to a, a lake and he had fish stocked in the lake. And he said, man, that's heaven. You know. Right. And he went on and, and he actually had uh, honey, the bee farm there where they were they were. Making honey, uh, harvesting honey, hmm. and he say, "Honey, the land of milk and honey, man, this is heaven. This is really heaven." Right. <laughs> and the guy said, "Why are you study saying that?" And then he said, "Well, in the Bible or the Scripture, it talks about a land of milk and honey hmm. as being a heaven on earth." Right. And the guy said, "I guess you're right. I never thought about that." Mm. You know, this is where our spirituality meets our life. It mm. should be a guide in our life. Mm -hmm. It should be a connection. And he made that connection. So, you know, if we think about the children of Israel, they were in bondage. They was in slavery in Egypt. Right. Right. They had an evil taskmaster, Pharaoh. Mm. They were making brick with that straw. But they were delivered. But uh, where were they delivered to? A promised land. Not a promised sky, but a promised land. Right. And I believe we're living in that time now. We have that golden opportunity to acquire land. Mm. Acquire that land. And on that land, we will no longer be at the foot of Pharaoh or under his power or any oppressor. Some people, we will have some people say that we are cursed black. The curse of Ham. Yeah. You know, the boogeyman. Right. We we curse, but I don't believe that. Mm. I believe that we bless to be black. And we are the ones that's gonna inherit the promised land. Right. That's 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 use religion and scripture to benefit us. Yeah. You know, if ever there were a people in bondage, we were a people in bondage. Mm. Now we have we're not physically in bondage, but we seem to be wandering in wilderness, confused and lost. You know, we got a very hostile political climate right now. Those uh, politicians in office, they're making policies that that's detrimental to our community. Mm. Cutting the social programs that's a social net that affect our our elderly. Our, you know, uh, the Meals on Wheel program. Right. The funding was uh, cut. Education, the funding is cut. You know, food stamps, welfare, all of these programs that, that the poor depend on. But, of course, the economic blueprint was to uh, end or eliminate poverty. Right. By us accepting responsibility. That if we acquire the land, why don't we till that soil? Right. Why don't we work the land? And why don't we raise the livestock? And why don't we harvest the trees and make the lumber and the bricks and build our own house? We can do it ourselves. We can do it ourselves. And that's I like that spirit because something recently happened in the, uh, on Twitter. It was trending. I'm sure a lot of people saw it. It was this company 
called the Big Baller Brand, right. and what it was, I forgot the there. It's a it's a brother. He's he has three sons. Okay, and one of them is headed to the NBA soon. Basketball. Basketball. Okay. All right. And yeah, they all play basketball. Yeah. And instead of having his sons signed to you know the general companies Nike, Adidas, right. as Under an, Armour as an endorsement, as an endorsement. Okay. They created their whole their own brand entirely. Okay. And uh, now on one side, and this is why everybody was dragging them. Right. They came out and they pri- the price of the shoe was like. Four hundred and seventy-five dollars, or uh, that's yeah, kind of extreme. That's a little high, and the, the slides were like two hundred and something. Mm-hmm. So these are just slippers. But I like the spirit of what he was doing, because I think if they do this, people will actually think twice about signing over their whole, their likeliness, the athletics, their influence mm-hmm. to these companies, and it'll be more of a partnership, if anything. Yeah, I mean, once we take ownership. I like the idea of them being independent. Yeah. Uh, them uh, being their own boss, taking charge of their career. Right. And a strong father figure. He's very, yeah. You know, working with his son, kind of like this son and father-son <laughs> duo that you're listening to right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to do more of that. But I think he's marketing and he's targeting the rich. And... Uh, uh, exclusivity, you know, there's a, there's a small club there right. of rich people. Uh, I I think that uh, there's a bigger opportunity in us meeting the needs of the masses because mm. it's more poor than our rich. rich people, right? And uh, let's make let's make our products affordable to our people because again, our motive is not just to get rich, right? Our motive is to meet needs. And I think the poor need shoes. They do. More than the rich. Mm. You know? So uh, think about that. Mm. Think about that. And and back to Economic Blueprint, right. there's a website you can visit called economicblueprint.org. Again, it's economicblueprint.org. We're only asking for five cents a day. And that's uh, thirty-five cents a week. In a year's time, that's eighteen dollars and twenty cents. Go ahead and and uh, use your credit card. Give them the whole twenty bucks for the year. Uh, I mean, that's nothing. The city of Houston sales tax alone is eight point two five percent per dollar. Per dollar. Right. How many of us spend more than a dollar a day? Who can live off a dollar a day? You you have spent more, you have given more to, to one city and one dollar. And they're not asking, they're taking it off the top. They're not asking you. Right. Whenever you spend that money, it's coming right out. You have no options. Understand, <laughs> if you work a job, you get the wage and you get your payroll tax, they don't ask you. They just take the tax right off payroll deductions Right off your check before you get it. Mm. They ain't asking you. They taking it. What we asking you to do is tax yourself for freedom. Right. <laughs> tax yourself to make a difference. Because look, when we get those that land, two hundred million acres of land. Imagine all the jobs that's gonna spawn from that. You see, we talked about home building. What about trucking? What about food service jobs? Right. And you talked about clothes. 
Where's cotton? We know where cotton come from. Yeah, we we know a lot about cotton. <laughs> about cotton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cotton it makes clothes. Mm-hmm. Make the shirts that we wear, the jeans that we wear. Uh, why don't we raise the cotton? We still need cotton. I think yeah. once we once we got out of slavery, we thought people stopped using cotton since we didn't have to pick it no more. Well, we, we like running, we <laughs> yeah. run it from the farm, but what we should be running from is servitude. Mm. We should run back to the land and own it. Right. You see, and then now we can we can benefit from our own labor. We when we start investing our blood, sweat, and tears in our own business, then we can build generational wealth. And we afford that. We yeah, we are. Right. That, that's what other communities have that we necessarily are lacking in. Cause it seems like every a lot of times a lot of us have to start over every time because every generation. Yeah, because the somebody may have, have had a good real good job. Right. But they they can't die and you get that job. It doesn't work like that. My father passed, he could not pass on his job to me. Right. And I can't pass on my job to you. But if we had some a businesses, if right. we own real estate, mm-hmm. then I need we got to go to probate court or something. I need to write a will because now all of that wealth can be passed on to my children. Mm. You see, but you can't pass that on a job. Can't. And 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 that's how we would start begin, like you say, to build infrastructure. Whether we need schools, right. hospitals, and things like that, that takes time to build those institutions. So we need to start building things generationally, and right. not just in yeah, one we, lifetime. You know, we have to live our lives investing in our children. Mm. Our children is our true wealth. Right. Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan, our greatest wealth is our children, and they represent the future. When we was talking about scripture, let's look at the that biblical story again. The, each, the children of Israel had 12 tribes. Right. And a spy from each tribe was sent to spy out the promised land. Mm. It wasn't easy just going in the promised land. Right. Uh, there were giants in the land. You know, the spies came back and 10 of the tribes said, oh, there's giants in the land. You know, go back and uh, get God to, to remove the giants and then we'll go in there because they was fearful mm. of these giants. Except for two leaders, uh, jo- uh, Caleb and Joshua. Mm. They say it's giants in the land, but we can take the giants. Right. And we can we can occupy the land. So how do that relate to us now? We, we have produced a generation of black youth that are fearless. Even in the face of overwhelming firepower, the police department, or the military, they come out and tanks and helmets and all kind of ride gear. And, you know, they have shot a brother in the back or something, you know, on um, teenager. Right. And uh, I would use her out there in the street. Mm. Fearless. Fearless. Overwhelming uh, con- conventional weaponry. Helicopter gunships, you know. Mm-hmm. They got tanks and automatic machine guns and all that. But we are fearless. Standing strong. So what we're looking at is a generation that has been prepared by God to inherit the promised land. But again, what will we do in the promised land? Because we can't do them how they did us. That's another thing. I hear people say that, but are are we going to lose a a white oppressor and get a black oppressor? It's not going to work like that. I don't believe it will, but... 
we just have to find a way for it to not, you know how people say power well, corrupts? Well, if you look at the scripture, it said exodus. Mm. The children of Israel made an exodus right. out of Egypt. And it didn't say the children of Israel killed Pharaoh's army. Said God. Said God drowned them in a Red Sea. Mm. And the children of Israel got across the Red Sea safely into the promised land. Now, we're not asking nobody to pick up any weapons and get involved in a conventional war, right. a guerrilla war. Mm-hmm. You know the revolution we're talking about? An economic revolution. Economic. Why don't we begin to work in our own interests? Do business. Retailing, wholesaling. We didn't talk about manufacturing. Manufacturing, we begin to produce our own goods. Right. That company I brought up to you last night, we were talking about, I told you about they make those trivia games. Yeah. You got a brother I seen on something I was watching, but he makes trivia games for Martin. Okay. And, uh... And Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I thought yeah. that was really smart. I was like, yeah. man, we have to look around what's in our culture because other people are always bottling up our culture and selling it back to us. It's true. You know, I don't know how many of us own a do-rag company, but we a lot of people buying do-rags. Yeah, true. Like, we got a lot of things that we use that we exclusively use that other people are becoming millionaires off of. Okay. So I thought what you're talking about, manufacturing, he manufactures, they make the game pieces, they make everything, and right. then they sell it. So just look around, and it's getting me inspired to find something that... Uh, yeah, I mean, even in entertainment, because one of the biggest exports in in the U.S. Uh, economy is the Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's art and entertainment. Right. Culture. Really, it's culture. Art and entertainment is culture. Right. And that's our, one of our biggest exports for the rest of the world. The rest of the world is following or uh, keeping up with our our music. And our art, our movies, all of that type our of clothing. Think about our clothing and fashion. Look at Kanye. Any anytime Kanye releases a, a a season, a Yeezy season, all the other brands just bite off. They just reduplicate what he already done because that's how much influence he has as a designer and stuff like that. So that's us. That's a part of us. That's our community. That's our brother. That's true. Despite what different people. Um, Say or different things like that, but that's just the influence that we have. Now, I was, I you talked about um, being self sufficient and us going into the promised land and being in power, right? Because or doing stuff for ourselves. And I'm, and this is, I seen this story the other day, and I seen the companies, and these are companies. Sometimes we think it's the government and we yeah. protesting, but these are private owned companies doing a lot of the stuff to us. Yeah. So we look at Flint, Flint, Michigan, right? Their water. Is not clean, right? Right. And so the, the people haven't been paying the bill. Right. Now they talking about they're going to foreclose them yeah. for not paying for now, poison, poisoned water. Now like we're what? talking about tyranny. <laughs> right. Taxation without representation is tyranny. Right. Our people living under tyranny, they're going to charge you for the water that's poisoning you. If you drink that water, you're going to die. Right. And you got to pay, I got to pay you to poison myself? I mean, it's something wrong with a government. A government's supposed to protect the people. And if you go on the war in foreign soils to protect our freedom, how could you give me bad water, contaminated water? The right. government now. Mm-hmm. The governor. The government is controlling the water supply. Right. 
So if we can uh, go and bomb another nation back into the Stone Age and then rebuild that nation, mm-hmm. then we definitely can bring supply clean water to our citizens. And we're seeing that it's like an economic reason because don't they have, for them to reverse everything that's going on, they would have to spend some money on infrastructure yeah. and pipes and they everything. They got to replace the, the, the pipes. The, 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 the lead and mm-hmm. the pipes are leaching into the water. Right. And so the people are suffering from lead poisoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that infrastructure need to be replaced. That would create jobs, you know. Right. If the government was interested in creating jobs and the health and safety of the people. But we start talking about chemical and biological weapons. Right. Saddam Hussein used chemical and biological weapons on his own citizens. Remember that? That's one of their taglines. He did uh, it to his Gaddafi own people. Used, uh, he, he killed his own people. Right. You know, Assad in Syria, he used chemical weapons on his own people. They tried to... <laughs> well, what is lead positive? Exactly, yeah. What is lacing the, the vaccinations... The MMR vaccination. Causing autism. And with mercury like contamination. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, either giving us the disease or giving us autism. And look at that. These, it's economic aspects to everything we talk about. Right. They for, they almost, don't you have to pay for those um, vaccines? Well, well, or do they well, make the money off of that? The government now, they have a contract. We talked about government contracts. We did. They have a contract with the government to supply these vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Be careful of free health care. Mm. You know how they lured the blacks into the Tuskegee, Tus, Tuskegee experiment where they spread syphilis? Right. We're going to offer you free health care. Come down here. We're going to give you wow. uh, free health care. Then uh, gave you a free meal, too. And then they shot you up with syphilis. Mm. Now they're giving you these free vaccinations. What's in the vaccination? Wow. You know? Why we uh, uh, got uh, astronomical numbers in in uh, autism rates, and we get into the very disease you're supposed to be vaccinating us for. You know, how did all of this AIDS spread throughout Africa? We've been there millions and trillions of years, living with monkeys, and all of a sudden a monkey bit somebody and gave them AIDS. Right? No, 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 no. That's a chemical and biological weapon. Right. The whole goal was depopulation. Man. And they need to depopulate the black race. They trying to call. Right. Uh, because it's diamonds, it's all, it's gold, mm-hmm. and all those precious minerals over there that they want. So let's kill the people and get the, get the wealth. And so same with us, you know. Uh, Pharaoh said, let us deal wisely with the children of Israel lest they multiply. Mm. Join on with the illegal immigrants and come against us. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. That's talking about us. And let's look at this. When they say come against us, some people might think come against us might mean go in there and start trying to kill them. But what they really don't want is us to just go in business. And what if we only did business within our community in the same way that they do? You know, consumers is what make your business powerful. Mm. You know, what if we stop buying Nike shoes? They'd be done out here. Billions of dollars. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how they could pay these enormous endorsements. But why don't we create our own companies, make our own shoes, 
own shirts. Right. You see, like you say, that's a permanent boycott. You know, empowering yourself. It's one thing to protest and to boycott, but why don't you uh, empower yourself by going into business? Become an entrepreneur. Right. Uh, we never did talk about YZL's music. Let's go right into our sponsors once again. Uh, you are an artist, aren't you? I am an artist. I am an artist. And uh, I have an album called Photon Fever. You can get that on iTunes or any platform. But the key to it is you talked about, when I asked you what your favorite product was, you talked about the products that educate. Right. So this is a product that educates. If you True. listen to this album, True. you'll hear something that you may not have heard or you may not have heard put together in this way. That's right. And whether that be um, theology, so right. I mentioned science, I mentioned, uh, you know, interactions. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a social relevant project. It's almost like social commentary. Social justice, you know. Social yeah. justice is involved in it. And spirituality. Yeah. And really, as me as the artist, it's just me viewing the world through a certain lens, right. through a certain uh, and and trying to connect dots. So I'm not I'm not telling you anything either left or right. I'm just giving you you know I'm just putting up the clean glasses we used to say. But right. really, as a scientist, I'm running in my mind. I'm running these tests, so I'm <laughs> pointing out these different inconsistencies that I'm seeing. Right. So I have contradictions. Contradictions. Right. Contradictions. So you'll listen to the album. It's, it's uh, Photon Fever. That's P-H-O-T-O-N P-H-E-V-E-R and have your own take on it. One, right. one, one thing that I'm excited about is before we tell the end of this podcast that um, I told you from music I went to film and TV. Right. Recently I worked on a TV show I told right? you for CVS. Okay. Yeah, one of my friends, she was in Austin, Texas. We live in Houston, but she went up to Austin, Texas and was like, they need some extra people on the set. Right. So I went out there and I uh, I went out there to help because I have a background I, in not only just music, I have a background in filmmaking and when TV. When you say background, what do you mean by background? Well, I went to Houston Community College and I did the audio engineering degree, but while I was doing that degree, I was doing two degrees at one time. I started doing the film okay, degree at the same. Major, yeah, yeah, I was doing majoring. <laughs> and so I made a lot of connections on both sides strategically. Right. Because I wanted to, I had the music, but I needed music videos. And I wanted to, because I had that business while I was doing music videos. And I wanted to get better knowledge doing it. You was gaining skills and developing knowledge in an industry that you wanted to compete in. Exactly, because before that, I had no options, but so I did that. But this may be, so this is an announcement to the listeners. Right. Uh, Friday at 7 Central, 7 p.m. Central. Central time, okay. Central time. Tune in to CBS? CBS. Tune in to CBS and watch, I keep forgetting the name of the show, Undercover, Undercover Boss. Boss. Yeah, Undercover Boss show. <laughs> so this is an Undercover Boss show where they deal with music and stuff like that. So I was working behind the scenes and you should- yeah, Pay attention to the narrative because that, that, that really relates to what we're all about. And they're talking about the music industry, right. you know, being an artist and and creating a career is more in YZ's lane, but it's part of business building blocks. 
It is. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same aspect. Because when I was when we were talking about retail at the beginning of this, right. and you always ask me, "Hey man, we're gonna get some more of that work. We're gonna get some more of that work." That's right. Talking about my CDs, right. and what I do is I go to the CD manufacturer, which is a right. black-owned manufacturer where I go. Who? What's his name? Mobang Media. Mobang Media. Shout out to Mobang. Yeah. Shout out to Mobang Media. They do great work, and they've been doing great work in the city for a long time as far as that is concerned. But I go to him, and I buy wholesale, okay. and then I sell my CDs retail. So, shout out. Do you have another sponsor who is? Uh, we need to talk about business building blocks. You can find us on uh, Facebook, uh, on Twitter, and Instagram. We're a BB Blocks podcast and uh, you can find us on SoundCloud iTunes yeah find us on SoundCloud and be sure if you're listening to this share it with your friends because right. this is a new industry a lot of people don't know what podcasting is and and it, tell it to them how you do it on your way to work right. on, on, you may be at work and it's kind of slow you listening in your headphones you may be leaving work on your way home or just relaxing at the house or watching our YouTube channel Right, YouTube. Yeah. Find us on YouTube. Find us on YouTube. Business Building Block. And also, if you're interested in being a sponsor, uh, businessbuildingblocksshow at gmail.com is our email. Again, it's businessbuildingblocksshow at gmail.com. And if you're interested in a T-shirt, get that T-shirt. Like us on uh, Nation's Products and also like us on our Facebook page, Business Building Blocks. And I guess we'll get to the guest next week because I guess something must have came up. But y'all yeah. tune in next week. You now have the blocks that you need to build, build your business. That's right. This is the Business like Building Blocks Podcast. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. See you next week. All my people wake up.